One, two, three, clap. Hey, Brogan, you, you still can't hear the music, but it really is playing. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast. Enjoying what's left of their, I was going to say beautiful Scottish weekend, but I don't know what their weather's like. That's Brogan Hastings. And slowly losing the last of his weekend, it's Wayne Giovinazzi. Yeah, it's almost over. In fact, this is probably the last thing I'm going to do before I go to bed, unfortunately. Um, just on a side note, I don't know if you're further away from your microphone or speaking lower or the, the music is really loud in my headphones, but I couldn't hear very well. I have scooters closer to the microphone, so that's probably Oh, there we better. go. That's better. Quick question. Have you ever been to Atlanta? No. Where do you get off wearing a jersey that says Atlanta on it? Because it, I got it in Primark. It's it was a spacious workout shirt mm. that is very comfy. I I honestly love sports tops like this. I love like sports yep. jerseys and stuff like this because they're incredibly comfortable and they're made to allow you to move. About. They're not tight. They're not skin tight. Yeah, and I hate yep. skin tight shit. It's 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 weird because I can see now that halfway down past the shoulder it's it's got mesh just a, yeah. a thing of mesh mm-hmm. see mesh on clothing kind of i don't know i don't like oh i just realized what it is i don't like about it wife beater <sighs> no no not me personally um what about yourself <laughs> uh, no tell us what you don't like about it no i just realized it's a it's a it's a, it's a wayne's trauma thing oh god yep need a drop for it tell us tell us your trauma i had i had a pair of shorts right which Mm -hmm. were basketball shorts and they had that mesh stuff on the inside of it Mm -hmm. but you could sort of see them like you know just up through the leg of it this is as a kid and yeah i don't remember who it was but they were like oh you're wearing frilly underwear under your shorts it's like no it's mesh inside it's like oh i always wearing frilly underwear so maybe that's why I don't like mesh on clothing. Oh, God. One of those. That could be the reason. Yeah. Uh, you have oh, a lot but, of trauma, my dude. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we are aware of this. Yeah. Um, I guess tra- trauma adjacent. I, I showed you just before we started recording that awesome Nutella cookie biscuit thing that I consumed. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are they called? Hang on. Oh. Uh, to nobody's surprise, they're just called Nutella biscuits. <laughs> and um, th- this is like the perfect food for me because, as we know, I'm I'm a bit weird and I mm-hmm. do things kind of oddly. And food is one of them. Uh, I th- this biscuit meets my need for the weirdness of how I like to consume my food. Basically, mm-hmm. it's. A Nutella-filled cookie, but it's not a completely sealed cookie. But it's not an open cookie like a, an Oreo, where you've got two cookie halves with the filling in the middle. This is kind of like you've got yeah. a, a cookie bowl mm-hmm. filled with Nutella, and then just a flat cookie put on top. But kind of like if you put a um, manhole cover over a manhole, and mm-hmm. the manhole cover was just a little bit too small for the hole, but it just floats above it. So you can see like the Nutella, or in this case, in this analogy, the raw sewage uh, around the size of the ring of the um, uh, manhole cover. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, It's perfect because, uh, not because it reminds me of raw sewage, which now it certainly does, and I don't think I can ever eat them again, but I can just pop off that top, 
and eat that deconstructed Nutella cookie, right? I can just eat the top biscuit. I can like, I can scrape out the Nutella if I want to, or because you know sometimes the biscuit to filling ratio, cookie to uh, filling ratio is not quite right, and mm-hmm. this way I feel like without that top part, it's it's perfect. Mm. I mean, I do miss <laughs> Nutella a lot. You, it's been. S- Eight days, or did I assume? No, you probably didn't have Nutella on your last day before going. It's potato. been a, it's been a long time since I've had Nutella, uh, mm. but I want it now. Is it n or nu? Nutella or Nutella? I say Nutella. Sometimes it comes out Nutella, yeah. depending on yeah what That's words just said before and after. Yeah, I don't like it when people say Nutella. I don't. It sounds it's like not one Pen that I got a new partner. Do. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, well, see, Teller's gone off with Dr. Jim, and uh, so Teller has to go with Nick. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's if you were listening last episode. I'm just going to cut that out. It makes that's me gone. sad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's, there's, there's other foods that I eat weirdly, like a, a burger. I like to take a burger apart, eat my burger mm. like that. Just, I've always done it as a kid. And... Um, I wasn't aware of this until much later, but um, I what is a when you when I say kebab, what is a kebab? So there's two things I think of. There's the the yeah. meat and uh, peppers and onions, whatever, on a skewer, mm-hmm. and there's also the thing that's you know the meat on the yep. pole that's scraped off that's got salad yeah. in it, and then wrapped up in a wrap tortilla or whatever thing. Yeah, 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 or uh, a euro, a euro. Uh, also known as in some places, spelled G I R O. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm talking about when I say kebab, right? Mm-hmm. So if I would, if I would get a kebab, I don't do this anymore because I don't really eat them. I would unroll it and eat the inside out of it, and then eat the bread. Yes. <laughs> my, I was told after they were no longer together. Mm-hmm. So my mother's ex-husband absolutely fucking hated it when i did that (laughs) and like i i assume he probably wanted to like smack me up the head or something uh yeah he i'm not gonna say much about him i mean we i mean i definitely do the same thing i i take apart my food to eat it Uh, i don't think it's an abnormal thing no no it's not uncommon maybe a little Mm, little abnormal but not uncommon yeah it's it's not Uh, unheard of it's but not I've like all, I have to say I'm having a bit flashbacks now because you said pitta and all mm. I can think oh, is your yes. sandwich from CVS. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. yeah. And but, the fact that you and I were both like, what the fuck is this? And then yeah. we asked Matt and he's like, that's not normal. No, no. <laughs> but also me saying pitta confused the fuck out of the people in America because they it's Peter. Yeah. Peter bread, yeah, because Peter it deserves a, a first Peter's a rancid organization. Oh, Peter is the name of Kez's dad. It's a, it's a delicious bread. Yes, correct. Usually uh, grilled on a, a flat top hot plate. Mm. It's just simple facts. You know, have a joke, a fact will do. I love bread. Um, bread is good. I, my dinner so far has been- Bread is life. I, I made- I made sure I ate it before um, coming on to talk to you today. It was It was just a bread roll. And I went full American as well. I've got the Skippy peanut butter right, and Kez bought some strawberry. Uh, we'll call it jelly because it, it was it's it would be considered jelly. 
in America. Mm. So I made myself a PB&J. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, nice. but it was edible. I do like a PB&J. I like mm. a peanut butter and Nutella. I like Nutella and banana. What about what about with something savoury, peanut butter and something savoury? I don't know if I've ever had that. I mean, it sounds... I, had, it, this, I don't know if I've ever had this, but it sounds like the kind of thing I might have had as a kid. Mm. A peanut butter sandwich with crisps in it. That's chips for you Americans. Yeah, there you go. That's savoury. Because yeah. it's like, it's not... It's not unheard of either. It's it's something that exists. I mean, satay is a peanut butter savory, mm. basically, isn't it? Oh it's, yeah, satay is yeah. great. I mean, it's but, it's not unheard of. Like um, writhing around on the floor before fully naked when you need to poop. <laughs> to to reference Ice Cream Social. I I'm glad you qualified that because people listen to this who don't listen to Ice Cream Social are like what? yeah I oh, yeah I had to make sure yeah uh, yeah I I tend to be the kind of person who always had to, I like. I'm not a big savoury person. I I like savoury. It's fine. But I would mm. always, 99% of the time, I will choose sweet first. Yeah. Uh, including on my sandwiches. And I have the chocolate bars on sandwiches. And get. So, say, say that again? Chocolate bars on sandwiches. Yeah. What? So, like, so, bread roll, cut in half. Yeah. I took, do you know what a fries cream is? Uh, not offhand. No, is it like so, chocolate with like a mint cream inside? Kind of like a mint cream, but I, if I remember right, the original one is like coconut cream. Yeah, because is it isn't there a fries anyway. mint patty as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that, but a different filling. Yeah, so it's long ch- chocolate bar, very thin, thin dark chocolate around it, and then mm. like coconut cream in the middle, uh, coconut fondant, whatever. Uh, that on a bread roll, eat it, yum yum yum, delicious. But the, the, uh, but just do you know what bread. a marwam is? Uh, a marwam isn't yeah. that a, a, a marwal? That's that the creature no. with the big long tooth Nar- sticking out. That's normal. No, a marwam uh. is a, a chewy. It's a brand of chewy sweets. Anyway, okay. I've had that on a bread roll as well. That seems hard to eat. I mean, yeah, I can I can get the um the chocolate on bread mm-hmm. but candy on bread is a bit yeah it's not it's not hard like it's not like hard to chew kind of candy okay i don't so, think it was a, i'm i'm saying this i done i know i've done this but i'm talking like when i was in primary school where i was like oh yeah we're not talking about three weeks ago before the potatoes no no <laughs> we're talking about when bro was maybe eight seven ish yeah. at school so you so all right, now crisps on a sandwich, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. What what's your go to flavor crisp for that? Probably just original. So I I tend to stick with uh, the OG ready salted crisps. Yep. Uh, See, skips obviously if... being the exception to that because they are prawn cocktail and it's the only thing like that I like. Ugh. I you don't like prawn like. cocktail. Okay. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't no. like prawn cocktail as a rule. I like skips. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay, skips is a brand, is it? Yes. Okay, got you. Uh, yeah, see, if it's if if I if I'm making it with um, plain original salted crisps, I think the only other acceptable thing on it is like butter, right? Mm-hmm. But I do I like, like salt and I like salt and vinegar on uh, salt and vinegar. It's not it, would it still be considered a chip butty or not really? I don't know. That's like a hot chip butty, no, isn't it? Chip chip butty is actual chips or fries yeah. for Americans. Yeah. Uh, so it's just the a crisp sandwich then. Steak fry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's That's uh, a chip not butty. that. None of this shoestring bullshit. No. 
Still um, acceptable, but not that's not a yeah. chip butty. Yep. Uh, what, what, what were we saying? Oh yeah, Chris, I I enjoy salt and vinegar uh, crisps on a sandwich, but not with butter. Instead of butter, just like a a thin spreading of mayo is very good contrast of the salt and vinegar. It dulls down the salt and vinegar a little. I don't like mayo in general. So. No, don't, you don't no. like it in general. Okay. No, it's one of the. It's an egg byproduct that I don't like. Oh and yeah. That the only thing that's even remotely egg flavored that I do like is in egg fried rice. So. Ah, uh, what about a Cadbury's cream egg? That's not egg flavored, so definitely acceptable. Would you put it on a sandwich? Yes. Would you crack it open onto the sandwich? Yes. See, well, I wouldn't. Well, I would... when you crack it open, it's it's all gooey anyway. So yeah. It doesn't really pour out. So you just you know what I would yeah, do? Half it and put it on a sandwich. Yes, I would do that. Yeah, exactly. Either a roll or a couple of pieces of bread, and then I'd like mm-hmm. smash it down so it like yes. breaks on the inside. That yes. is the way to do it. I'm gonna have to go. I don't, I don't really like cream eggs. Uh, not a fan. Cream eggs used to be amazing. And then they changed the recipe, and now they're okay. Now they're okay. Yeah. Uh, when when you were talking, telling Dr. Jim that you were bringing um, Iron Brew, I think, yes. did you refer to it as old and unimproved or something? Yes. That's Yeah, that's quite literally what it's called. Okay. So there's the Iron Brew that you get in regular shops, like the supermarkets and stuff, mm. is just straight up. You get regular Iron Brew, like, as you would say, full cans are Iron Brew. Uh <laughs> And you get Diet Iron Brew, and I want to say it's Iron Brew Zero, but I don't think it is. I can't remember what it's mm. called. Um, so those are the general ones you can get. If you go to somewhere like a speciality shop, like uh, we we do genuinely, I have a shop in our local centre called Born in Scotland, and it's yeah. like got Scottish curiosities and stuff in it, where they do like you know Scottish booze, Scottish treats, and they sell Iron Brew, and they sell the 1901 edition which is the original recipe for Iron Brew. Now, regular Iron Brew that you get in the shops, that recipe changed a good few years ago now. So they brought that recipe back and put it as 1901. But it's the same uh, company putting out these? So it's like... Same company. Coca-Cola, New Coke, Classic Coke. Yes. Okay. See, we've started on all our Coca-Cola packaging. They all say classic Coke now, but I don't think Mm -hmm. Coke ever changed in Australia. I have no idea because I didn't really... I never drunk full fat just as a kid. Mm. We weren't allowed. No, no, exactly. Yeah. uh, My dad was diabetic, so it was always um, Diet Coke and shit that we had. Mm. No, but we were... uh, Yeah, we just weren't allowed it. I don't know. It's probably I think because a there were so many sugars move. and calories in it, but exactly, like- yeah. No, it's. It, I mean, even now, I prefer, as we all are aware, we we are a pro Pepsi Max podcast. We are. Although Pepsi Co, if you're listening, I I am really excited. Uh, one of the things I'm excited to go back to America for is, and I know not everybody will agree with me this, but they brought out Pepsi Nitro. Oh yeah, I've and had I nitro really, drinks before. I really yeah. enjoyed that. I I had that. I got a bottle of that staying at the Rio, and I put it in the fridge at the Rio, and it came out like not frozen, but yeah. definitely iced. Yeah, like it was like a slushy. It was so fucking good. I was just thinking in my head, and I got the wrong, I got the wrong molecular structure in my head, and I almost said, because uh, it's 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 
it's carbonated with nitro instead of uh and then i was thinking carbon monoxide <laughs> which that would not be good if your drink was carbon uh dioxide dioxide yeah exactly but no i've had like energy drinks uh that were nitrous carbonated or something or whatever they, i don't know exactly I, I don't think it's the nitrous that goes in your car or the nitrous they give you at the dentist or anything like that no it's definitely, there's definitely a flavour to, to me, it tasted like, it's the kind of thing you would like if you like a, a Pepsi float. Oh, like a creamsicle sort of. Yeah. Mm. See. I don't, uh, do you know what I will say? I don't know if it tastes good on its own, but how I had it, like a slushy, filled oh, yeah. with ice. Yep. Perfect. Loved it. Yeah. Would drink again now. We don't have any drinks like that, sort of like creamy sodas like that, where it's no. it's what, what opaque. So opaque means it is or isn't see through. You'd think I'd know, being digital artist. Opaque means <laughs> see through, but I don't know if it's. I think it's like less see through yeah, than transparent. Exactly right. So yeah, it's it's not a cl- we don't have cloudy sodas basically. Mm-hmm. And one time Fanta tried to do a cloudy soda. Mm-hmm. and uh, I tried it, and I didn't like it. My mm-hmm. brother was working at a computer store at this at this point in time, and I went to see him for whatever reason. And the guy he worked with was like, oh, I'm going to the shops, you want anything? And another colleague was like, yeah, get me one of those new um, such-and-such Fantas. And I say to him, nah, don't get it. They taste like shit. And he looks at me <laughs> and just goes, in that case, get me two. It's like, dude. Power move. Uh, <laughs> I'm play. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good for you. Do it. Um, oh, but speaking of sodas, and I said last episode, I've been catching up on my older two characters in Clown. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we are aware, uh, me and uh, RJ have both had the same surgery. And he was talking mm-hmm. about how he was unable to do bubbles. Very familiar with, right? And then he mm-hmm. said, until... He had a Dr. Pepper. That was also the first carbonated drink that I had. Oh. After surgery and was fine with. I, I just find that interesting tidbit. There you go. Mm. There we go. We've done our obligatory mention of um, Two Characters <laughs> and Clown after they mentioned us. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, you... of other podcasts, though. Yes. Uh, I've been catching up on Welcome to Night Vale. I started listening to that again. I'm sure you've told me about it before, but as we're aware, I'm not a very good person and I don't pay much attention to anything that anyone else has to say, so please refresh my memory. Welcome to Night Vale is a podcast series that started like way back in 2013 and they do two episodes a month and it's basically like, <sighs> yeah, you with a fucking tattoo. What were you doing in 2013? I would have just turned 20. I thank God. Was at university. I was so scared you were going to say, "Oh, I was in high school or something." No, <laughs> I was in my second go of first year at university. Second go of first so, year. Yeah, I was in a different second course. First. Yes, yes, so. yeah. It's not like you failed and had to. Yeah. All right. No. Um, so welcome to Night Vale. Yes, it's a sort of com- it's basically like a radio show. You're listening to the radio show for this town called Night Vale, which mm-hmm. fictional town. Uh, just weird stuff happens, but they all act like it's normal. Like, you know, the dog park's open, 
You know, as as you're all aware, you're not allowed in the dog park. Only the shadowy figures are allowed in the dog park. That kind of thing. <laughs> you know, Hi- fugitive Hiram McDaniels, a five-headed dragon, is running for mayor. You know, stuff like that. It's it's really funny. Uh, is it the kind of thing that you can just um, drop in on? Like the, or is there continu- continuity between episodes? Uh, there is an ongoing storyline with it. You could probably just drop in on it. But I, I genuinely don't know... It's been such a long time since I listened to it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know where it is now. Like, if you just dropped in now, where it would be. But it's they're up to two hundred and forty episodes, which wow. Considering it's been that long, that's not yeah. a lot, and they're only like twenty minutes. So considering we're used to podcasts that can go up to about two hours, it's it's yeah. a bit of a culture <laughs> shock. I remember Speaking thinking of- that they used to last ages, and I was like, "All oh, right, I'm absolutely flying through these." Speaking of two-hour podcasts, have you listened through all of um, the latest pod therapy with Morning Murders? No, no. I started. I was like, no, I need a solid two hours to listen to this. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I'm very as, excited as, for it. As we're aware, I I listen to pod therapy while doing other stuff on purpose, yeah. and th- this feels like that this episode has been going a long time. But it, it's. I mean, with Morning Murders, it's great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's. It was one where I was like. Because I usually listen to my podcast when I'm working. Mm. And it was one where I was like, I am not following what's going on. I need to wait until I'm doing less yeah. work. Yeah. Um, so, welcome to Night Vale. 200-something episodes since 2013. Yeah, two a month. Hang on, let me do the maths on so, that. Okay, two months. Yeah. See how quick I was you know, with that math? So, so, it's quite a good one to, you know, binge and catch up on. Because the chances are there'll only be, like, maximum two or three episodes on by the time you're caught up because yeah, it really yeah. the, the episodes are that quick yeah but but yeah it's been running for ages and there's you know books and stuff for it and there is a character in it called the faceless old woman who lives in your house and <laughs> the odd there's there's a book about it as well and uh she's voiced by mara wilson wait mara mara wilson yep the mara wilson yes who's the mara actual, wilson do not shut up it, Mara Wilson played was you'd know her, you when you think of her you'll think of a child because she was the little she was Matilda she was a little girl in oh, yeah, yeah. on Third Got Fourth you. Street yeah yep. yeah she's been yep. loads of things yeah of course I know Mara Wilson yeah me and Mara go way back I mean Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams shut up um, but what was she in was I'm she not in Bicentennial wrong. Man I'm pretty sure don't, 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 I know don't. she was in Mrs Doubtfire. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. A simple wish I forgot about that film. That was a good film with Martin We're Short. We're just IMDb-ing Bicentennial Man, aren't we? No, she wasn't in Bicentennial Man. Oh, damn. I wonder who it was. You know, I, I was clearly confusing it with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire because I was like uh, yeah. Robin Williams and I know there was a little yeah. girl in Bicentennial Man. Believe yep. it or not, that little girl did grow up in the movie and became a, a regular-sized woman. Hmm. Science fiction is easy. Yeah, right. I mean, sure. I'll I'll accept that Oliver Platt can make a skin-based outer coating for a robot, and also build these uh, artificial organs to make a, a robot more human and actually be able to die. But a child growing up to be a full-sized regular was Oliver woman? Platt in that film? Jeez, oh. Yeah, Oliver Platt was the um the robotics guy who made all the organs and shit. It's been a long time since I've seen that film. Mm. I just, I genuinely just remember that Robin Williams was the 
the bi- the, the bicentennial man. The man of the bicent. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, I'm sure there's other people in that movie, and kudos to them. It was a good job, but I can't remember. I can't remember no. at all. Oh no! Wait, there was one who was the other robot, the girl robot, and at the end, she is Robin Williams's nurse. Uh, she was in Two and a Half Men in that, the one that was stalking. Um, oh, uh, I'm what's not yeah. Oh yeah, what's her name? There's oh, going to be a lot of silences to cut She's been in a this. bunch of stuff. Uh, more, more recently, she was in uh, the thing about Pam. I think quite recently that show where um, this is it the soccer team. Maybe I can't remember, maybe. which I just can't remember the name of. Kirsten Warren. Then again, I don't. I don't know names. No, me neither. This is the IMDb episode. I think <laughs> she wasn't in. No, I mean she was the Galatee. The NDR android servant of Rupert and later servant of Martin family. For those playing at home. I'm just assuming you're going to cut this. No, no, this is uh, top-notch quality broadcasting. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who you're talking about. No, okay, hang on. I'll search it up. <laughs> Melanie Linsky, this person. Now, was she definitely in... Yeah, was she definitely in Bicentennial Man? Oh, look. <sighs> I'm just getting everyone wrong in Bicentennial Man, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think she is. No. No. Who was the robot woman then in Bicentennial Man? The person I said, Kirsten Warden. Or Warden. Kirsten Warden. No, that doesn't look like Bicent. Sam Neill. Sam Neill was in um, Bicentennial Man. How the fuck could I forget that Sam Neill was in Bicentennial Man? Yeah, you're right. No. Uh, Kirsten Kirsten Warren is... um, of course, from Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. How could how could anyone forget that classic movie? I've never seen it. Um, no. Let, let's move on from Wayne being wrong about people who were <laughs> or were not in Bicentennial Man, because uh, clearly, for someone who's seen the film at least twice and only remembering Robin Williams and Oliver Platt, <laughs> hang on, I, don't don't check that Oliver Platt was in it because I Oliver could Platt be wrong was on in that. it. Oh, good. Got ya. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, let's talk about... Um, uh, so, okay, so in Scotland, do you get... Mm-hmm. Like, how many seasons do you have? Like, Obviously, there's summer, autumn, winter, spring, but are they distinct seasons? Not really. Mm. Uh, I mean, I suppose they are, but we mostly... Like, our weather's mostly cold anyway, so... Yeah. Like, I mean, this morning when I got up, I'm looking out the window right now... Uh, it was it was frosty on the ground, mm. so it can fluctuate. I mean, I suppose it's still technically winter. Yeah, yeah, but... it's technically technically winter still. Yeah. Uh, so when you get spring going on, like on your weather reports, like the weather for tomorrow is going to be sixteen degrees, and the pollen count is going to be X. Do do you have a pollen count? Is that something they mention? Uh, they do. I never take notice of it because it doesn't affect it- me. So hay fever and allergies like that isn't really a thing in Scotland. Is that what you're saying? It kind of is. I know that Mitchell has hay fever. I know that Ronnie definitely had hay fever, I'm sure. Mm. Definitely has allergies because he's allergic to dogs for ages. Poor puppies. Uh, he's not anymore because he grew up with dogs. So. Huzzah! The puppies win. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not something I've ever... The only hay fever-like symptoms I've ever had were in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Um, see, I, I do like a little bit, but, um, 
I have another affliction, which I blame on uh, hay fever and that when people uh-huh. ask me about it. I, I have an affliction called satanic kitty eye. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, had a cat, right? Its mm-hmm. name, big surprise here, its name was was Kitty. And, uh, yep, uh, you can see a theme here with the naming of cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this was, I was probably, yeah, I was in high school. And uh, we referred to it, we referred to her as Satanic Kitty. I, I don't really know why. Um, but uh, it used to be every Christmas, it was, uh, guess what, Kitty? It's Christmas, and then pretend to slap the cat, making a noise. Um, Just like the cat didn't care. And would then refer to the cat as Satan, basically. One time, I was laying on my bed, and the cat was on my bed as well. And this this was like a very happy cat. Happy for anything. Like, you could, like, happy, wants pats everywhere, carried, sit on you all the time. Uh, like I would sleep with the cat laying on my chest, basically, and uh, so the cat's sitting, laying next to my pillow. I got my head on the pillow, just staring at the cat, and out of nowhere, she's like smacks me in the face and like scratched like right in the corner of my eye. So you can see that it's all like red and bloodshot continuously in that corner, but. Oh, there was a movie with Samuel L. Jackson, and I can't remember what mm-hmm. it was, but something happened to him, and his eye would, like, it would just water all the time, uh-huh. right? And that is what Satanic Kitty Eye does. Not all the time, but especially in warmer weather. Oh. So, that was last week. It was Satanic Kitty Eye was going off, and people were like, oh, you got the hay fever, hey? It's like, yep, that's it. Because I didn't want to go into the, the story of like, yeah, no, a cat scratched my eye when I was like 14. <laughs> so it is referred to as satanic kitty eye. Mm, not where mm. I thought you were going with that, but... Okay, tell me, where did, where did you think I was going? I thought this is when you finally revealed to me that you had your third eye. Oh, yes. And just yes. the satanic eye would open in the middle of your forehead and then the world would yep. end. And you think that's less interesting than my story about a cat scratching my eye. I think it's, I prefer the satanic kitty story of reality because it means that the world has not ended and we're still going to Vegas. Oh, okay. Got you. Uh, look, just because it hasn't been revealed yet that I, wait, were you saying that I am Satan or have a satanic eye? Have a satanic eye. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just because it hasn't been revealed yet. Let's say yeah. uh, episode 300. Yeah. Sounds like we'll, a good reveal. We'll, we'll, we'll if. We'll revisit the topic in episode 300. Yeah, yeah. And see, as we see get the state closer, of the world. Yeah, yeah. If we make it to 300 based on the state of the world. Um, <laughs> but we could get Mitzi to like run like his Super Bowl betting odds. He can <laughs> sure. like, what color is the eye going to be? What is the circumference of the eye? You know, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, is we actually say- Satan or does he just have a satanic eye? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I, I believe I sent you a a message you did. oh this is going to be hard because you won't be able to hear the 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 words I, I, i'm pressing play on the music right now mm-hmm. you can't hear it but, can you no what to do but when i should start go like that because i've got the cue okay. in my head yep wait you start at the or when whenever d- or whenever you edit it to all right let's start it again let's start mm. it again because i'm not editing this is going to be real time right okay the music has started 
conservatory. Tyrannosaurus. Millennium Falcon. Watermelon. Money bags. Money bags, I think, was the one I was looking forward to the most this time <laughs> round because it just sounds funny. Millennium Falcon. It, it, it's, it's got a good ring to it, but it, mm-hmm. it, it's no money bags. Uh, th- th- those th- those five words were actually sent in by our friend Big Sexy. Uh, it had been yeah. sitting in the email for a little while, and there I forgot go. about them. Yeah, so thank you very much for those uh, words, Big Sexy. So people are being quite busy this weekend. People, I assume people have lives, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, kindly enough, they did drop in on my drawing stream on Saturday, but Ooh. everyone was like, just, just popping in. Got it. Got to skedaddle away. You know, I've got mm-hmm. a real life. I, I can't. I can't just watch you draw stupid comics all day, mm-hmm. uh, which fully acceptable. Um, so I had an interesting experience on Twitch because uh, it, it, it was like people were in and out basically, mm-hmm. and uh, so instead of the usual me talking to people one sided. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the stream, uh, Jonah Vasquez started streaming. I was like, he doesn't usually draw on on a on a Saturday, so mm-hmm. um, or Friday for him. Uh, so I, I checked in on the stream, and he's, he was playing this VR game. Ooh. So it, what was really strange was that uh, I believe I had more interaction with Jonah Vasquez during streams on Saturday than I did with people watching me draw. <laughs> Which I mean, that's kind of... not a bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it is very weird when um people uh, uh let's say not talking directly to you, but it's 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 more. It, it, I tell you what, it's, what I can compare it to because you know what I'm doing. I'm always trying to make a joke and shit. It's it's mm. like remembering the first time you make Matt Donnelly laugh. That's what it, oh. what it was. Yeah. So we're like. He Jonan says something. I I type something, and then you just hear him laugh and repeat it back. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's yeah. It's very it, it is weird, but that's that's what the I mean to to even have that sort of possible interaction, it, you would have had to have like gone to like a convention or something mm-hmm. in America. Well, that's not true. One time, Jonan Vasquez did come to Australia for a, an event that my friend, my coworker, was in charge of throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it called? Um, it's in South Australia. I can't remember what it's called. But um, Jonan wrote uh blog posts when he was like uh live journal stuff. I think it was at mm-hmm. the time. And now that I think about it, very similar to something that uh Penn said about when he came to Australia about uh-huh. wanting to do something in particular to a kangaroo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, that, that's been a while since I've thought about that, uh, either Penn or Jonan. Uh, but the difference being Penn saying that that is what his intention was, Jonan saying that it was ritualistic in Australia and they were trying to force him to do it. <laughs> like, the, I mean, like the kangaroo was done up in a, with a wig and lipstick and shit. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, if Penn could have, I wouldn't have put it past him. Hey, buddy, nice podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, you couldn't hear the drop. Oh, could you hear that drop? Oh. 
No, no. Oh, well, it was Penn. Uh, he, uh, he, he had the opportunity and look, maybe he had the yips and just couldn't perform. Maybe, maybe he pushed out. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, was, I can't see a kangaroo letting him do that. And if the kangaroo was drugged, there's some, there's, that's not fair. No, no, we're not going Bill Cosby here. No, that's not <laughs> acceptable. No. All right. I was talking about this with a friend. The the whole Rick and Morty shit, right? Justin Roiland, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my one one fear that I have is like I say it about tattoos, right? It's like you mm-hmm. get a tattoo of something to do with a person, and that person turns out to be horrible. It's like imagine having yeah. a Bill Cosby tattoo, right? There, yeah. And the, it's like I don't believe Jonah Vasquez is a bad guy <laughs> or anything like that but that that is a fear I have with my mm-hmm. question of sleep tattoo but Ryan was saying well you know if 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 that's the case if you're not going to watch anything by anyone you're not going to be able to consume any media yeah if you're not separating the art from the artist but I don't agree I think it's fair game to say yep that is a terrible person and I don't think I can enjoy anything they do. Yes, I think it's to someone's own personal taste. So I think if you are able to separate the art from the artist and still enjoy something, great, good on you. And if you can't, fair dues, that's totally understandable. I don't think anybody has the right to say, you know... Having said, although having, I think it depends as well on if the terrible person is profiting mm, from yeah. what you're doing. So... And the reason I make that distinction is because there's there's a lot of stuff about the new Harry Potter game coming yeah, out. exactly. And J.K. Rowling being an absolute transphobe and terrified and horrible mm. human being. Just the more she says, the worse it gets. Yeah. Uh, but obviously there's a lot of people who want to get the game. And there's a lot of discourse, especially on TikTok that I see coming up, where people are like, you know, if you're supporting this game, you know, yeah, that's that's not a good thing. You know, that's you're supporting a transphobe. You're supporting yeah. someone who doesn't because, believe that trans people should have rights. I mean, Warner Brothers are doing damage control. They're trying to. Be, we've got all types of people who have worked on this game, been a part of creating this game uh, from all walks of life. And but kind having of said reviews, that, reviews do not reflect. Yeah, having said having that, having said you can own slaves in the game. You can own slaves in the game. You can kill house people elves? in the game. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know if it's just house elves or if it's actually something else i don't mm. i it's not something i ever really want to look into because i know that i'm the less i think about jk Rowling, the better yeah uh well i i don't just, believe just she's... a friendly reminder for the audience that she does not believe i should have rights and she actively tried to kill a member of my family at least one member of my family <laughs> yes, exactly actively tried actively tried that suggests more than once <laughs> i mean i yeah who knows who knows maybe yeah. she's just really shit See, trying to I, kill people. I don't think that even necessarily the profiting off of it is a bad is is a problem I have either in this situation. The problem I have is that she has expressed on more than one occasion that her belief is that people still buying Harry Potter stuff is enforcing to her that they agree with her beliefs. Yes, yes, and that's that's a big part where the problem lies. Mm, yep. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a toughie, even though I don't think she's had anything to do creatively with the game. No, but she still, she gets all the profits from it because it's her intellectual yeah. property. So she, she makes money, yes. 
which yeah. I think is all right. But until it feeds into her 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 bullshit views, then that's when it's very yeah. icky. Yeah. So like, even another- you said uh, like you can kill people in the game and own slaves in the game. That is, I I mean I don't believe that'd be glorifying it, but it is also is fiction. It's part of a fiction. Consider uh, yeah, there's considering this is a game that's set. In Hogwarts. It's not just set in the magical world. It's set in Hogwarts. It's set in the yeah. school. They're letting students kill students or something a bit. Do, do you recall when it... Because it's... it's it's um I don't remember when the game is set. What year? It's, it's really well back. Like 1800s or something. See, I mean, that's sort of in line with the times as well. Children were not allowed to kill children in school in the 1800s. In, in the wizarding world, they were. Not uh, in the <laughs> people certainly owned slaves then. Yeah, I know. I think I think all of it connected. It's all part of the same issue. Yeah, with J.K. Rowling and stuff, you know, just mm. you know. So in her mind, people buying that said, "Oh yeah, people can have slaves." You know, if that's the kind of twisted thinking, I wouldn't put past her. Yeah, I. It's there's too much. Like I, I there there are movie. I would watch every Simon Pegg movie, right? Yeah, but I can't watch the Mission Impossible films mm-hmm. because Tom Cruise is a terrible, disgusting scumbag person. Yes. So it's it, it's yeah. But I also, I'm also like that's fine, Simon. You can go make your money. That's all good. Did you know that Simon Pegg is in this game? I did. Yes, he is the headmaster. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes it hard as well. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I fully I I would have probably looked into playing it but no i just i don't care now. i just yeah it just it feels gross and wrong yep to yeah the closest they couldn't have waited until she died yeah exactly uh something that is hard for me to which i'm conflicted on is the the game night in the woods right mm-hmm. uh I can't, names escape me but the the artist of the game the person who mm-hmm. wrote most of the game. Um, yeah. I, I love their art style. No issue with them at all. But mm-hmm. uh, someone who did a lot of the coding and stuff like that, wrote all the music to it, had been uh, accused of um, abusing a partner, right? Like keeping them locked in a, in a house and things like that. But this is, it, it's a situation that is impossible to know. Uh, mm-hmm. Her name escapes me, but she has been known for... Uh, false accusations in the past, mm-hmm. but he has also uh, <laughs> killed himself since. So there is no oh, shit. Yeah, and the music tonight in the woods is something I listen to all the time, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's very hard yeah. because even even the um, the game has stepped away from him and like removed his name from credits, I believe, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines, or just don't refer to them anymore. Yeah, there's similar situation with music, but to to the absolute extreme. Uh, do you remember a band called Lost Prophets? Yes. Ian Watkins uh, was sent to jail for paedophilia, abuse, sexual assault, all that <sighs> kind of things. Uh, and I was really annoyed because Liberation Transmission is a fucking great album. <laughs> well, and look, it's one of the few albums that I'm like, I could put on and listen to the thing all the way through and not skip anything because they're all bangers. But no, yep. 
I feel uh, weird listening to it now. The Hay Song, Rock and Roll Part 2, is played like every fucking sports event. The hey, oh yeah, fucking Gary Glitter, you know? Fucking Gary Glitter. Uh, it's, I don't get it. It's, I, yeah, I will always feel icky about these, mm-hmm. these things. That's yeah. just how, how it is. Um, all right, let's let's move on to something a bit more wholesome, hey? And you know what? Recently, there's been nothing nothing more wholesome than this than this man. Do you know who oh, I'm referring to? I do. The Comeback King. Yes. Mr. Brendan Fraser himself. Brendan, Brendan Fraser. And that is the inspiration for this week's accent challenge. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> we have to check in on the accent challenge. Let's see. So this was the emo emo Phillips. Oh, yeah. I don't blame people for not voting on this one. Three votes, 100% uh-huh. to Brogan. <laughs> and I agree. I agree on this. I, I agree. That, uh, it, this is... Absolutely not our best challenge. No, not our best challenge. And I still believe you deserve the win on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we are going to be doing. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just play it now. So Brogan won't hear it, but, but you will. I, I may not be an explorer, or, or an adventurer, or a treasure seeker, or a gunfighter, Mister O'Connell. But I am proud of what I am. And what is that? I am a librarian. There we go. So that was Evelyn in uh, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. So Evelyn is played by, look, is it Raquel Weiss? Rachel Weiss? What? I, I don't know. Weiss? I believe it's Weiss? Rachel Weiss. Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Weiss, yeah, Weiss, as in like because it's say spelt like the it's it's you're white say, in German. You're saying Weiss, yeah, yeah. So like I Venus Nitzel, like yeah. a Venus Nitzel, Rachel mm-hmm. Weiss. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's Rachel Weiss talking talking about being proud to be a librarian. So how how are we gonna do this one? Are we gonna? I figure. Look, last time we did a well, we didn't really. Uh, we, we were meant to be doing an Emo Phillips voice, so maybe this time we just do Aussie Scottish, Scottish Aussie. Could do. Or just whose accent does it sound better in? So you're saying you're just going to do Scottish and I'm just going to do Aussie? Yeah. Or are we going to go for British as well, because that's what it's in. I mean... It's always hard, isn't it? What, what, what you really mean is English. Do I? Do I? Yes. Yes. On what grounds? <laughs> Because that Britain she's not Scottish, is, yeah, Welsh, I get, I get or it. Irish. But you know who is Scottish? Who? I forget his name, but Jonathan, her brother in the movie. He is. Is he? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. I'm 90% sure he is. This I'm, is the I'm IMDb episode, certain. as we all know. It really is the, the IMDb show. Hey, buddy, nice IMDb skills, exclamate. John Hanna, yes, he John is Hanna, Scottish. of course, yep. It's John Hanna. Uh, John Hanna was also in the first episode of The Last of Us. Was he? He I was. I still haven't watched that. I need to, to get around to watching that. I was going to say everyone's saying it, but no, they're not, because there's been a lot of hate from, you know, homophobes on episode three. Okay. Uh, but yeah. no, it, it really is one of the best episodes of television in a long, long time. I was speaking to our buddy Paul Mattingly about this, and I was mm-hmm. like, the reason I haven't watched it is because I 
I stopped gaming for a long time, and then mm. when I got back into it, it was around the time that PlayStation was like, The Last of Us, The Last of Us, you have to play yeah. The Last of Us. If you're not playing The Last of Us, you're absolute scum. Here's The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, you don't like The Last of Us? Here's The Last of Us remake. Oh, you don't like that? Yeah. Here's The Last of Us part two. Oh, you don't like that? Here's the remake again. Yeah. You know? Say no. And I was like, no. So then mm. they brought out the TV series, and I love Pedro Pascal. So yep. I really uh, do kind of want to watch it. I love Naughty Dog and Pedro. It's uh, The Last of Us. I've, I very much enjoyed the first game. The second game I haven't even completed. Um, of course, things are a bit different because it's a it's a, an adaption. But mm-hmm. uh, Episode 3, it explores a story that's only hinted at in the game. Yeah. And it, it fleshes it out. And it's, mm-hmm. it's different from the game. But... It's. I think I tweeted something like, um, "When The Last of Us came out, it was everyone was saying this is proof that video games can tell just as a compelling story as film and TV." It's like, well, mm-hmm. now this episode has has put video games behind well and truly again. They've got yeah. a lot of catching mm-hmm. up to do. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing. We're not doing The Last of Us. We're doing the accent challenge. So, uh, oh, it's John Hannah's fault. That's her. Uh, it's, it's your turn to go first. And are we just going to do our own accents and that's it, is it? Yeah, I think for, we'll mix it up this week just to, okay. to test this out, see see what the folks think. Yeah, okay. Oh, hang on. Uh, I'm going to have to be Rick and reply to you. Uh, do you want me to share my screen? That might be handy, mightn't it? That might be handy. Mm, there you go. I shall be Rick in this instance. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going full on thick. Aussie accent for you, Scottish accent for oh, me. Oh, is that what we're doing? I thought we were just doing I our best. So. I thought we were just doing our best oh, inter- no. interpretation in our own voice. No, I think uh. we we really ramp it up. Okay. Look, I I might not be an explorer or an adventurer or a treasure seeker or a gunfighter, Mister O'Connell, but I'm proud of what I am. And what is that? I am a librarian. Still can't hear you clapping, but thank you. You You should applaud at the same time, because it sounds weird when it's just one person applauding. There we go. Done. All right. So we're going full Aussie. Oh, shrimp on the barbie. Where the bloody hell are you? There we go. Okay. All right. I've got it. Look, I, I may not be an explorer or an adventurer... Or a treasure seeker, or, or a gunfighter, Mr. O'Connell. But I am proud of what I am. And what is that? I am a librarian. <laughs> I like that accent challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Uh, only, only thing that made me think of it is, obviously, Brendan Fraser everywhere. Who... I don't understand how he did not know of the love and support he was still getting. Like, there's full-on subreddits dedicated to it. I think he's been off the internet for a while. I think he's mm. minimised his internet yeah. content. And I don't blame him. He he had an no. absolute rough go of it. Mm. Uh, so, But I think it's it's so sweet that, you know, he's, he's now seeing it and now realises yeah. that he is still very beloved. Mm. I haven't watched Doom Patrol, though. I need to watch Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was uh, the voice in Doom Patrol, wasn't he? I watched the first episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the show, it didn't... The only reason I wanted to watch it was because Brendan Fraser, but uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't capture me, so... That's not true. I did enjoy it. I just never continued watching it. I don't know what was wrong with him. What about The Whale? Do you know much about The Whale? 
I know that he won an award for it. I know mm. that he wore a fat suit for it. Yeah. Uh, I know basic bits about the plot, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, how, how much has he... I'm just trying to think of his back catalogue. I mean, we've got clearly the classic The Mummies 1, 2, and 3. Oh, and that all-time yeah. perfect movie, George of the Jungle. Uh, oh, he was great in that. Let's not forget uh, Dudley do Right. Um, oh yeah. What what else is there? What, what what's has, has he done any serious role? Oh, hang on, Airheads. Oh wait, no, that wasn't serious either. Um, Encino Man. No, wait, he was just a caveman that didn't really speak in that. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, what? It was serious... in Bedazzled, but that's a comedy role. Bedazzled was great. Was in... I love Bedazzled. Yeah, Looney Tunes back in action, mm. which I didn't see. I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mum and Mitchell went to see that in the cinema. Without I don't know why you? I didn't go. God. But that, I don't know why. Mono. I, I know that you there was mono. a reason, but I don't know why. Uh, I think he has done serious roles, but he's not really known. Yeah, I'm trying to think for what they are. Was he? He was in a TV series, wasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't. Not the one with the Mountie, I don't think. He was in Scrubs. Oh, of course. Fuck. That, That's our next accent challenge. I've. Yeah. That honestly, mm. that broke my fucking heart. I did a comic based on that. I'll, I'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. This, this can go into bonus content if there's bonus content. <laughs> anyway, we not only do we love and support Matthew Donnelly on this uh, in this house, but I think Brendan Fraser as well. Uh, we do. So, yes, go to Twitter, at NicePodBud. Vote for your winner of this uh, The Mummy accent challenge. Even though it wasn't Brendan, I guess we both sort of had a little bit of a Brendan Fraser speaking role in it, but that's not what it was about. <laughs> It was about Evelyn being a librarian. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. vote for for whoever you want to win. Uh, I mean, what do we call this challenge? It was full on the heritage round. It's the heritage round because we went <laughs> fully into it. Heritage uh, but, edition. Yeah. But you can also speak to Brogan directly at uh, 7 billion needles. And if you want to speak to Wayne directly, it's at Wayne Geo. Mm. And you can send us your very own accent challenge. Um, by sending us an email admin at nicepodbud.com or if you've got five words that you think would sound kind of cool when spoken with Brogan which I forgot to actually introduce that segment uh, <laughs> send us five words that you want to hear Brogan say uh, for example flagella do you want to hear Brogan say flagella then send it in yeah. uh, anyway uh, thanks for stopping by and having a listen as always stay fresh cheese bags <laughs>